0: What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum.
1: Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. And today we are talking about exercise protocols for success. And this is a very important topic. I think a lot of people are very confused about what types of exercise they should be doing and how hard they should be working for success. And I am a doctor of integrative medicine. And what that means is I believe in looking at the body as a whole. And I believe in combining all different types of modalities of care for healing and for you to be able to feel your best, be able to look your best. And when it comes to healing, part of that has to include exercise so exercise nutrition stress and sleep management these are always going to be foundational things when it comes to your health and well-being and i like to say too that movement is essential exercise is optional and this is a quote by dr cooper of the cooper institute and i have always loved this quote Because a lot of people think I've got to go to the gym, and I've got to lift heavy barbells. And you don't necessarily have to do that. But you do need to move your body each day, we need to move to live, we need to move so that we can have uh, proper mobility. And also, movement is essential for your brain health, for your cognitive function, for your mood, and also for weight management. You need to be moving throughout the day. And also, you need movement for your cardiovascular health. And you need to be picking stuff out up and putting it down uh, for your bone health and for your ligaments, for your tendons to be strong and for your muscles to stay healthy. And when we talk about training, here's the deal. I've been in the fitness industry for more than two decades. Uh, That was my primary focus for most of my life. Uh, Once I graduated high school, I went to school for sports management and then exercise science. And my master's is in exercise science. And I spent a lot of time within the fitness industry training clients and also teaching group fitness and my husband and I owned a gym for several years and there was a lot that I just did not understand even with my education even with all the certifications that I had achieved there was just a lot that I did not understand about exercise protocols and what I mean by that is when you are going to apply an exercise program for your health, or you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to change your body composition. Number one, you have to understand your body. You have to understand where you're starting. You have to understand any underlying conditions that you are struggling with. And are you getting proper treatment? And you need to understand any injuries that you have. And then on top of this, you need to understand your goals because training should be specific for your goals. Now, general weight loss, if you have a lot of weight that you are trying to lose this is a lot more simple than if you are already close to your ideal body weight and body composition and you're needing to dial it in because you are trying to get leaner uh, or you're trying to build more muscle mass so there's a bit of a difference there and when you are wanting to train the question is, what do you want your body composition to look like? Do you want to look like an endurance runner? Do you want to look like a marathon runner? Do you want to look like a sprinter? Do you want to look like a body builder? Do you want to look like a bikini competitor? Because what you want your body to look like, this is important because the training modalities are different based on what you want the outcome to be. And when it comes to, first of all, you're just starting out you just need to move. And I think many people try to jump in and they overdo it because they make up their mind that they want to lose weight. They want to feel better. And they jump into a training program that is too advanced and their body's not ready for it yet. And this can set you up For injury, it can also set you up for burnout and you can also have a lot of fatigue, a lot of delayed onset muscle soreness, because if you jump in too fast and go too hard and that's too soon, you are going to experience a lot of things that may cause you to say, screw it, I'm not doing this anymore. So when you're starting out, it's important to know what you are capable of. And one of the best things that you can do if you're not already moving much in the daytime is just start moving more, Uh, start moving more and going on walks. You can take your dog on a walk or you can walk around the block with your uh, partner or your kids. You can take your kids to the park and play with them at the park and you can dance around your house. You can dance in the shower, whatever it is, it's going to get you moving. You just need to get moving. And a lot of people have a goal of 10 to 12,000 steps a day, but here's the deal. If you're not already getting say 4,000 steps in a day, you're not gonna automatically jump to getting 10 to 12,000 steps a day. You're gonna start by just getting maybe 6,000 steps in a day. And once you master that, then you can increase from there. So you can progress over time, making small changes, And this allows your body to be able to adapt. That way you don't set yourself up for a lot of side effects and a lot of struggle from jumping in too fast. I have people who are very immobile and they start out in a bed. They're just starting out moving their arms and legs and doing bed workouts in the morning. These are typically people who are very obese and they do not move much during the day. They're, they're mostly bedridden. So the goal is to get them moving in the bed and then get them to where they can sit in a chair and then they're able to do chair workouts. Then we move them to some, some supported standing workouts using a suspension trainer, like a TRX And there's also Primal 7 as well, which is another type of suspension trainer. And then they progress from there to being able to support their own body weights. And they can also use machines at the gym. Uh, These are very helpful because they actually support you as you're Lifting weights, so typically if you're on a machine, this gives you more support than if you are using a barbell or dumbbells and you're having to stabilize, this can create more risk of injury if you're starting with barbell work or dumbbell work versus doing machines so it's all about progression and when you want to start moving the other thing is while i believe strength training should be the foundation of any exercise training plan because it's important to build and maintain lean muscle mass and there are different forms of strength training here's the deal. You have to figure out what do you enjoy doing? What do you enjoy? Do you enjoy dancing? Do you enjoy running or power walking? Do you enjoy roller skating, right? Do you enjoy group fitness classes or do you enjoy working out on your own, Are you able to have the motivation to work out at home or do you need to be around other people so that you have the motivation or do you need to simply drive to a location, get out of your house because that is going to get your mind in the right place? I know myself personally, I cannot work out at home. And I have bought a Peloton and I have a whole rack with a barbell set and I've got dumbbells and I have not used any of it. I think I've been on my Peloton twice. And in my mind, I thought I'm going to get up every morning, do 20 minutes of cardio so I can get that out of the way each day. But it just doesn't work for me to work out at home because I prefer to be in a gym environment. I'm more motivated there and I just don't get myself up and moving if I'm at home. The other thing that you can do for people who have desk jobs when you're very sedentary day to day because your job is eight to five or longer and you're just sitting all day you can get a walking pad and it slides under your desk. You can pull it out and you can walk just even five minutes at a time throughout the day while you're working. And you can also just take breaks and do a simple walking break. And this is going to give you more movement through the day. So I think the biggest thing is number one, you have to be intentional with your workouts now. And I know I've said this on many podcasts already, but you have to be intentional. We used to not have to be intentional. And also in other countries where walking and riding bikes and taking public transportation is very normal in America, it's not really that common. Well, it depends on where you live, but I know in my area, People aren't riding bikes uh, to their work and people aren't using public transportation and people aren't walking down the block with their, their kids. It's just not a common practice in the area that I live in. So you have to look at what does your current lifestyle look like? How much are you moving without being intentional and understand that and then be intentional with your exercise? Because we are working from home now, many of us, and many of us are not buying our groceries, we're not mowing our own lawns or doing our own landscaping, and we are ordering everything online, so we're not even going to the mall to walk around and shop. So what does this mean? it means we are getting less movement and because we are getting less movement, if we're not intentional to make sure that we get an adequate amount of movement each day, we are not able to create a consistent calorie maintenance to maintain our body weight and body composition, or a we're not able to create a consistent calorie deficit for weight loss if we are trying to lose weight. So we have to be intentional. And when you are sedentary and you're not moving much, it is going to lower your basal metabolic rate. Um, This is the minimum amount of calories your body needs each day. And this is for your function. And then you have your resting metabolic rate. This is the amount of calories your body burns at rest each day. And then you also have your total daily energy expenditure, which is the amount of energy you expend each day. And calories are energy. They're a measure of energy. So if you are struggling with a low basal metabolic rate, if you are struggling with a low resting metabolic rate and low energy output, this is going to make it very difficult for you to create a consistent calorie maintenance or calorie deficit for you to be able to either maintain or lose body fat. And when we are talking about body composition, body weight, fat loss, and your BMR, RMR, and your total daily energy expenditure, you have to understand that if you are struggling with an underlying health condition that impacts metabolism, you need to make sure that you're getting proper treatment because many endocrine problems, also autoimmune disease and inflammatory conditions, And menopause is a big one. It's not classified as a medical condition, but it is a normal process that all of us as women will go through as we age. And this is going to put you at risk for a decreased BMR, RMR, and total daily energy expenditure. So if you're struggling with an underlying health condition that is impacting metabolism, you need proper treatment so that you can have a normal basal metabolic rate, resting metabolic rate, and you can have a normal energy expenditure. Otherwise, your exercise your training is not going to give you the results that are expected your body's not going to respond as it should because of these underlying health problems hypothyroidism is a big one and pcos as well the endocrine system this is your system that involves your hormones Your hormones or chemical messengers are telling your body what to do, when to do it, how fast to do it. And this is important that these things are addressed if you're struggling with an endocrine problem. Autoimmune disease, the biggest problem with autoimmune disease is, number one, there are hormonal factors involved with many autoimmune diseases, and on top of this, You typically have a lot of inflammation when you are struggling with an autoimmune disease that is not properly treated. And then this results in excess inflammatory weight, what we call water retention, and you feel like crap. So if you feel like crap, your body hurts, you're tired, guess what? You aren't going to expend as much energy as you would if you felt good and you weren't struggling with body pain and joint pain. So it's important that these things be treated inflammatory conditions, same thing. They drive up inflammation and can make you feel like crap and you go through flare ups where you might feel good and then all of a sudden you don't feel good. And this creates a huge problem with you trying to be consistent with your training. So we're going to go ahead and go to our our first break. When we come back, we're going to dive into training protocols when you are struggling with an underlying condition even if it is properly treated and we're going to talk more about the different types of training and what you should be focusing on. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial break.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program
1: welcome back to the heal your body show on the inspired choices network i'm dr jamie gillum and today we're talking about exercise protocols for success and here's the deal so when it comes to training i strongly believe that strength training has to be part of your training plan if you're just starting out you can start with some basic movement you can get more steps in each day And you can do some low intensity cardio, but ultimately you need to be doing some kind of strength training at some point. And for most people, if you're generally healthy and you don't have any underlying conditions, you don't have any injuries, you can start with strength training. And there are many different types of strength training that you can do. Now, if you're just starting out, I recommend muscular endurance training as a starting point because this allows your body uh, to adapt and helps your ligaments and your tendons uh, get stronger and just prepares you to be able to lift heavier in the future so muscular endurance training this is high rep lower weight training and this gives you a cardio effect it's muscular endurance so it is you're repeating the movement over and over again uh 15 to 20 reps and this is moderate intensity so i basically have people start with lifting moderate weight loads to where when they get to the last rep um they're struggling a little bit but they're not just dying to push out that last rep okay um, and this is a great way to enter into strength training you can do this on your own with a starting at two days a week or up to four days a week. And then you can also do a group fitness type class that is muscular endurance, like body pump. It's a barbell class, and this is low rep, high weight. You do about five minutes each muscle group, and you rest between each muscle group uh, with each workload. And with that said, you can do muscular endurance training on an ongoing basis. I do muscular endurance training twice a week. I love it because it gives me a cardio effect. So I actually count it as my cardio, if that makes sense, because I really don't like doing cardio a whole lot unless I'm dancing or something like that out with my husband for a date night. But other than that, I just don't really like to do cardio in the gym. So I use my muscular endurance training as my cardio and then combine some 20 minute cardio workouts with that uh, throughout the week. And then you have also circuit training and circuit training is where you take a group of exercises. uh, You do a certain number of reps for one exercise and then you move to the next exercise and the next exercise. So you get to the last one, you rest and recover. And then you do that again. You repeat it. And a lot of women I find really like this type of training. And this can also be very beneficial as well. And you can do heavier weight loads within circuit trainings, or you can do lighter weight loads as well. You can actually start out with circuits doing lighter loads, and then you're going to increase those loads over time. The biggest thing with circuits is make sure you rest between your rounds, right? So after each round, build an Rest period so that you can recover and then do it again. And we'll talk about why here in just a minute. Now, on top of circuit training, you also have high intensity interval training, which I think high intensity training has been like a trend for the last 10 years or so. And we've seen it a lot with CrossFit and with some of these independent gyms, I think like F45, they do a lot of these high intensity interval training workouts. And this is where you go anaerobic right? So your heart rate gets very high and then you recover. So short burst of energy, heart rate gets very high. Then you recover. Then you go again. What I have seen a lot with high intensity training is the interval gets left out. So this is true for orange theory as well. That's another gym that provides these types of workouts. I have to remind a lot of women with underlying health conditions. Hey, if you're going to do orange theory or CrossFit or F45, or any kind of high intensity training, you have to include the interval, meaning you have to recover within the workout because you do not want to keep your heart rate high for too long, especially if you are struggling with PCOS, with hypothyroidism, with autoimmune disease, you're in menopause or you have another underlying health condition that will cause you to have an inflammatory response to a high intensity workout that does not have the rest periods built in. If I went to visit a CrossFit gym today and they were doing a four time workout, meaning you're going as hard as you can, doing the rounds over and over again until you finish. And they that was the workout for the day. Or if they were doing an AMRAP, as many reps as possible within a certain certain time frame, I would have to build in breaks myself and say, hey, I have to make sure I build in these recoveries. Otherwise, it will cause me to go into a full flare up with Hashimoto's and lupus. I'm also menopausal. I have hypothyroidism and I used to could do those workouts. I could do those workouts all day, every day. And it didn't phase me one bit. Maybe it did. And I didn't really recognize it at the time, but I did not get highly inflamed. I was not worn out from the workouts, but if I were to do that, those types of workouts now, even one time throughout the week, it would cause me to go into a flare up. And so I have to be very mindful of the type of workout I am doing and how high my heart rate gets for any length of time so that I make sure that I keep myself healthy. And this is something that everybody should really be Understanding and doing when it comes to training, you should be tracking your training, you should be monitoring how you feel in the workout post workout. And two days later, are you extremely sore? Are you having a lot of joint pain, body pain? Are you inflamed? Are you feeling extremely fatigued? Because these are signs that you need to adjust your training because you do not want to have that kind of response because it just makes you feel icky and the likelihood that you're going to give up and quit altogether is high. If you are having that type of response to exercise, exercise is a stressor and many people don't recognize this. So it is a stimulus. It is a stressor. That's how our bodies are able to respond and our bodies are able to change. Right. And so if you are struggling with something going on within the body where the exercise can drive up your inflammatory response, that's going to be counterproductive to what you are trying to achieve. You can work out hard, you just have to work out smart, right? So be mindful if you're gonna do uh, circuit training or high intensity interval training, build in the rest periods, monitor your heart rate. Uh, If you do go anaerobic with your heart rate, you just need that recovery. It needs to be a short burst of energy followed by recovery and then you repeat. And I also recommend with high intensity interval training, Those workouts need to be short in duration and you keep them limited to two days a week and build around that with some strength training, with some hypertrophy training uh, or muscular endurance training. So, we also have hypertrophy training, and this is where your goal is really to build some muscle. You're really focused on building some lean muscle mass, and this requires you to be lifting lower. Reps and higher weight loads, okay? So typically with this type of training, uh, anywhere from eight to 12 reps is ideal. And those last few reps, you want to be really having to push to get those last few reps out. I see many people doing strength training and they're really trying to change their body composition and they are just cruising through their reps. Like it is no big deal. And you really want to be focused on lifting heavy and making sure that those last few reps are very difficult for you to finish. You still want to maintain good form, but you definitely want to be pushing those last Few reps. And then we also have max training, and this is really going for size. And this is where you are lifting heavy with very uh, a small amount of reps and very heavy weight loads. Uh, I like when I do this type of training. I do typically uh, five sets of anywhere from three to six reps, whatever I can get out uh, with my reps. That's what I do. So this specific type of training is really to put on muscle mass. And it's important to also understand um, that when you are training, you need adequate rest periods, right? So within your training, You want to strength train and you also want to make sure that you have recovery days built in, especially, you know, if you're doing strength training where you're doing hypertrophy training and then you're doing muscular endurance training, and then you're going to do some high intensity interval training all within one week. If you're training the same muscle groups over and over again, and you're not allowing them time to recover, then you're not going to get the same results and benefits. And also you need your your muscles and your body need time to recover. So I typically do a four day split where I'm lifting and focusing on specific muscle groups uh, each of those four days. And then I rest. Uh, in between those days. And I've got also, so if I'm doing lower body, I'm doing quads and calves one day. And then uh, my next training day, I'm going to do upper body. And then I'll do legs again, focusing on hams and glutes. And then I'll do another upper body day. So you want to make sure that your strength training is designed in a way where you can, recover and give your muscles the time they need because you're tearing down muscle fibers and then rebuilding and that takes recovery and I see many people just go to the gym seven days a week and they don't give themselves any recovery time or they're training the same muscle groups over and over again, day after day, and you're not going to get the same benefit training that way. Now you also within strength training, and then we'll go to break, you have explosive training and explosive training is like it, like it says the goal is to give you explosive power and this type of training you'll see this a lot with powerlifting if you're doing like um powerlifting would be like a clean and press or you're doing more explosive type movements, because this is going to generate power. And not a lot of women do this type of training. I think it's very important that you sprinkle this in with your traditional strength training. If you're doing hypertrophy training or muscular endurance training, you're doing circuits or high intensity, you want to sprinkle in some explosive training so that you can work with power. You want to create power. And on top of that, this. When you are trying to change your body composition, when you are trying to focus on weight loss, and I don't like to talk about weight loss because weight loss doesn't mean a whole lot. A lot of people focus on the scale. I like to focus on body composition change and fat loss. So when you're focused on these things, I want you to focus on all of the non-scale victories and the non-body composition victories. So it's really about building strength building endurance, building stamina, right? And building flexibility and mobility. These are important. How do you feel in your skin? How do you feel in your clothing? What do your energy levels feel like in the morning, midday, evening? And are the symptoms that you were experiencing, are they subsiding? And if you're struggling with anxiety or depression or mood swings, are these improving? Is your mood better? Is your cognitive function better? These are the non scale victories and the non aesthetic things that we also want to be tracking because these things matter too. Training is not just about how you look, but about all of the other benefits that come with training because as we age, We want to stay strong, we want strong bones and we want to maintain our lean muscle mass and we want mobility and flexibility so we can feel good as we age. So we're gonna go to our next commercial break and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about training and aside from strength training what other things you need to be mindful of and then we'll talk more about heart rate and managing your heart rate and your training if you're struggling with an underlying health condition my name is dr jamie Gillum on the heal your body show on the inspired choices network we'll be right back after this commercial healing your
0: body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms while medications have their place in health care and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. Today we're talking about exercise protocols for success. And we talked about strength training. And now let's talk a little bit about what other training modalities you should include in your exercise program. So there's also body weight. So within um, your circuit training and your high intensity interval training, there's also what we call um, body weight exercises. And you can also do cardio uh, without doing any kind of lifting within those types of training modalities and body weight exercises are also very beneficial. And I think people underestimate body weight. It takes a lot just to carry your own body weight around, but push ups, planks, squats, lunges. There's all different types of body weight exercises that are also very beneficial that you can build into your strength training plan. And also you can start with body weight exercises. And a lot of these exercises are functional. Uh, You've got to squat every day. You know, you got to sit down, stand up. When we're walking, we're basically doing a baby lunge. Lunges are great for stability and help tremendously with balance. And on top, this things like Pilates yoga these have great benefits when it comes to overall strength and also core strength and core strength and stability is important because we move core to extremity and you want to learn how to properly engage your core many people don't do this well And so you want to be making sure that you know how to properly engage your core if you're not doing any kind of yoga or Pilates uh, or any type of, of stretching or core strength type of workout. You just want to build in some core stability and core strength exercises into your overall training program. And I will say when it comes to yoga and Pilates, uh, these have great benefit in helping you improve your flexibility and your mobility, also your core strength and stability. And they also have benefit with maintaining lean muscle mass. It's just a very different type of training than strength training. And on top of this, When it comes to strength training as your foundation, what you want to do is build in some flexibility and mobility training along with your strength training otherwise you tend to become less and less flexible and more immobile over time and it also sets you up for a higher risk of injury so a lot of people have very tight hip flexors and are internally rotated at the shoulder this is common just due to our society and the way we live day to day working on computers driving cars and sitting all day. So you want to be mindful to build in some flexibility and mobility training. And I personally do not attend uh, yoga or Pilates. I just do my own workout on my own twice a week, just to work on my mobility and flexibility. So I do some stretching. I do some dynamic stretching, meaning I'm moving through the stretches. And then I also do some static stretching, which I do after my workouts. This is where you hold the stretches. And then I also do foam rolling. And foam rolling is basically self massage, it's self myofascial release. And this is very beneficial to help with mobility. And it also has benefit with flexibility as well. And then if you can go get massages, I recommend once a month uh, if you can do that and build in your foam rolling around that. There's also deep myofascial release. And this is using some more intense tools that are more intricate, and they just get deeper into the fascia, which surrounds your muscles and deeper into the muscles is a little bit more painful if you're not used to it. So I recommend that you start with foam rolling. Now on top of this, I also recommend that you do cardio, right? So cardio is important. Cardiovascular training, this is important for your cardiovascular health, also just for your general wellness. But a lot of people, especially women, I see women going so hardcore with their cardio because they think it's going to make them leaner. And a lot of women will shy away from the heavier weight training because they think it's going to make them big and bulky. And this is simply not true. Uh, Now, I will say this. You're not going to look like a man with strength training and have big bulky muscles unless you are taking performance enhancing drugs. Okay. Now you may not like the aesthetics of strength training. If you are doing very low weight and, or very high weight with low reps. So say you're doing a strength training program and you're doing one rep maxes where you're lifting as heavy as possible for one rep, or you're doing, Two or three reps per set. If that's your strength training program and then you're not building in cardio with it, uh, or even if you are, you may not like the way your body responds to that type of training because it may not be what your goal is. So again, you have to go back to what do I want my body to look like? Because some women want bigger muscles. They want muscle mass and other women do not want that. And so you have to make sure you understand that your training is specific for your goals, but you absolutely need to be doing some strength training. And then you need to be building in cardio. Now with cardio, you can do low intensity Cardio. This is walking, swimming, running, stair stepping, elliptical, biking. Any type of cardio where it's steady state, meaning you're keeping your heart rate at a certain level and it's a longer duration and you are not getting your heart rate really high. So when I do steady state cardio, my heart rate typically stays 125 to 130. And I do this type of cardio along with my muscular endurance for my cardio. And I only do 20 minutes most days of the week. You don't need a lot of cardio. And when you're doing cardio, you're burning calories during the workout, but that's it, right? You're not doing a lot uh, for any type of, calorie burn after the workout where if you're strength training or you're doing high intensity interval training uh these types of workouts are going to give you benefit of burning calories even when you are done with your training this is where we really want to focus on increasing your resting metabolic rate and you want an optimal basal metabolic rate resting metabolic rate and to do this you need to have lean muscle mass. That's how you really can have an optimal basal metabolic rate and resting metabolic rate combined with making sure any underlying condition is properly treated. So build in cardio and you have different options with your cardio. You also, as I said in the last segment, you can do circuits and you can do high intensity interval training. You can do muscular endurance training. Uh, you can do steady state cardio and all of these count as cardio. Just make sure that you're training smart. And if you're doing a circuit, high intensity interval training, uh, muscular endurance training that you're building in the rest periods within those workouts. And on top of this, you want to make sure if you are struggling with hypothyroidism, even if you're properly medicated, even if you have an optimal thyroid panel, or you are struggling with PCOS and you have low progesterone or you have high testosterone, which is common with PCOS, or you're struggling with insulin resistance, you've got type two diabetes, you're struggling with menopause or you have an autoimmune disease. You have to make sure that you follow certain exercise protocols so that you do not make yourself sick. So again, the goal, you can train hard, but you have to train smart. So if you're going to lift, you lift and you rest, lift, rest. And this is especially true. So if you're lifting heavy and you're doing anywhere from six to 12 reps, uh, or if you're lifting even heavier loads with lower reps, you're going to lift and get your heart rate high. And then you're going to recover and fully recover, then repeat for however many sets you are supposed to do within your training plan. And if you're doing muscular endurance, you're doing the high intensity, just build in those rest periods with any type of training. And if you're doing cardio and say you go running down the block and your heart rate is in the one sixties for an extended period of time, that's going to create problems for you. If you have an underlying health condition where you're going to have an inflammatory response and it's going to make things worse instead of better. It's not that you can't It's not if somebody said to me, oh, but Jamie, you can lose weight even if you're keeping your heart rate high for an extended period of time. I've seen it. You may be able to. But what happens is you are going to be more tired. You are going to have more body pain. You are going to struggle with high inflammation in the body, which in turn, because your symptoms are going to be so much worse, You're going to expend less energy because you don't feel good. And then on top of this, you're going to be retaining water and that's going to create a problem. You're going to be like, what's going on? I'm working my butt off and I'm not losing weight. I'm gaining weight. And what's happening is you're gaining some inflammatory weight because you're retaining water. So just be mindful. And when you are training, make sure that you have a training plan that is designed for you. I can't tell you how many trainers just don't ask the simple question of what do you want your body to look like? What are your goals? And what are your aesthetic goals? And then what are your non-scale, non-body composition goals? Like if is it that you want to be able to get down and get up off of the floor, to be able to play with your kids and your grandkids, do you want to walk up a flight of stairs without getting out of breath? Is that your main goal right now? And for many people, it is. Many people just wanna start feeling better and they wanna be able to move. Not everybody is looking to look great and look like Barbie in a yellow polka dot bikini, okay? So we have to make sure that what we are trying to achieve, our training is designed so that we can achieve those goals. And also, it's okay to start with, I just want to move. I'm not moving much. I just need to start moving and then progress from there. Progression is a beautiful thing because it allows you to adapt and then progress from there. And there's something called progressive overload, which is important to put into your training program. And what this means is we're simply changing things over time and creating more stress to the body so that your body is not adapting to what you currently are doing. If you're doing the same thing over and over again for an extended length of time, your body adapts. So you're going to stop seeing the results that you saw in the beginning because now you need to change up your reps your sets, your weight loads, the duration. So, this is called progressive overload. So, about every four to six weeks, I change up my training. I pretty much do the same exercises, but typically I will increase weight loads or I will change my reps or sets. And this allows me to see uh, results over time. And if somebody's just starting out, that is going to involve doing one type of training plan. And then a lot of times we flip them to a different type of training plan once they are ready to go into the next phase of training. So that would mean like going from just walking or just getting more movement through the day and then adding in muscular endurance training. And then from there we go to hypertrophy training. So that's how that progressive overload would look in a training program. We're gonna go to our next commercial break And then we're going to wrap it up. My my name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we're talking about exercise protocols for success. So here's the deal. Basically, you need to move your body, right? That's the bottom line. And you need to be incorporating some kind of strength training. And basically what that means is pick stuff up and put it down. Sit down in a chair, stand up, squat, lunge, and push things over your head. Like that's really the bottom line and you can work out at home. You can work out in the gym. There's all different types of ways that you can incorporate strength training. And if you're just starting out, start with moving more and just, Get more steps in each day, walk, do the elliptical, some type of light movement and then progress from there. And I recommend that you start with muscular endurance training for strength training, which is um, lower or higher rep, lower weight loads. And this will prepare you to move into heavier lifting so that you can actually build some muscle, some lean muscle mass. And make sure that you are incorporating cardio and there's many different ways to do this. So the bottom line, move your body and you can start if you're going to do some kind of strength training, you can start with two days a week and then progress from there. You can do a three day, four day or even a five day split. There's all different ways that you can put together a training program. And then on top of this, obviously, outside of training, you need to make sure that you are are managing your nutrition and when you are exercising and especially when you are strength training depending on how often you are exercising each day and what your training looks like you need nutrients so you need to fuel your body many women are afraid to eat and they will restrict their calories and often too much to where they don't have energy in the gym and they just don't have the strength to lift because they're not fueling their body properly, you need proper nutrients and you can easily calculate this. Uh, We calculate what nutrients You need what your macro ratio looks like, what your basal metabolic rate looks like. We calculate this number and it gives us a ballpark of where you should be starting. And that's easy to do. And then we put together a whole exercise program for you. You can contact me at jgwellnessclinic.com. If you'd like to book a consult, we incorporate exercise, nutrition, stress management. We incorporate this into any body. Body's healing journey or fat loss journey, body composition change journey. You can also reach out at your local gym, find a trainer, find somebody that you trust so that you can get some guidance on how to properly exercise, where to start. Um, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can seek out help to make sure that you are following the right exercise protocols for success. And if you have questions, let us know. You can follow us on TikTok, JG Wellness Clinic on Instagram. And again, you can reach out to us at our website, jgwellnessclinic.com. Next week, I have my friend and colleague, Lizzie Enns. She's gonna be on the show. We're gonna be talking about religious trauma and overcoming religious trauma, healing religious trauma, And living the life you want to live, being who you want to be. And Lizzie escaped. Uh, The Amish community and she jumped off a roof uh, in the middle of the night and left which was a very difficult decision for her and she decided that she wanted to live her own life and I just adore her. She has built an amazing company and she started out with no car, no place to live, no license, no social security number, no high school degree and she has built an amazing life because she wanted to live the life that she felt called to live and she is living her purpose so join us next week on the heal your body show we'll see you then and have a great rest of your week if you have questions about exercise please let us know we're happy to help see you then
0: Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.